Hello and welcome to Channel 17's Town Meeting Television and another in our 2019 Candidate Forums. I'm Matt Kelly. On this show, candidates vying for school board for Burlington uh, Commissioners. Uh, we have candidates returning unopposed to uh, serve the East and Central Districts. Joining me on the podium this evening are Kathy Olwell, serving the East District, that is Wards 1 and 8, as well as Gene Waltz, serving the Central District, that is Wards 2 and 3. Ladies, welcome to you both. I have to say, uh, my mother served on the Burlington School Board in the late 70s wow. under then-Superintendent Lansing Reinholds. So it is in that cool. spirit that I welcome you here this evening. Uh, reminder that if you do have questions for our candidates, you are welcome to dial on in at 862-3966. Our format uh, begins with a 60-second candidate opening statement followed by a round-robin question and answer. And we'll begin with you, Kathy, your 60-second opening statement, please. <laughs> I'm running because I'm deeply concerned about the education of, our of the children of this city. I've spent close to 25 years in this city and have worked for with youth for 24 of those years. I opened and ran the new North End Youth Center and the Miller Center on Goss Court. I was instrumental in starting the after-school programs in the district. I ran the Hunt Middle School after-school program for Sarah Holbrook Community Center and organized the Burlington Winooski Summer Middle School program, which was a five-week program that serves 300 kids during the summer and gives them rich assortment of hands-on programs to choose from in the arts, athletic, and STEM. I have been in, on the school board for 2.5 years and served in the 90s on the board for three years. I want to see this district right itself after the cuts of the last four years. We have a very generous popular community that has always supported its schools if they trust they are being given the information they need to stand behind the board and the administration's decisions. Very good. Thank you, Kathy. Jean Waltz, your opening statement, please. Very much like Kathy, I've been in education um, for my whole adult life. Um, we met back in the, that was mid-90s, yeah. Um, but same thing, lots of after-school programs. I, I went to Burlington College. I did some alternative education. I taught at the Correctional Center. Uh, it was mostly through the arts. And after I graduated, I was in AmeriCorps VISTA. I did stuff both at uh, what is now SA, or Sustainability Academy, and um, Integrated Arts Academy. It, it's hard to, I also ran an after-school program at the Riverside Housing. Yeah, um, there's still some remnants of work from my program there. Uh, those kids are all in their late 20s now. Wowzers. Um, yeah, but I've been teaching art at Rock Point School for 19 years now. Uh, so, and, and deeply involved with uh, the community of the Old North End. So I've been in the Old North End pretty steady. I think there was maybe six months where I moved out of town for a little while. We don't talk about that time. <laughs> um, but I also uh, have been involved with the Ramble, which is yep. the celebration of creativity yeah. and community of the Old North End. Mm -hmm. And I've been helping to coordinate that since 2010. And you know, you, we kind of think of it as an arts festival is the base of it. Mm. And it's kind of melding more into like a cultural festival, which of a course is all about. The that would be a great way to put it too. So. Um, 
being involved in the community and in education seemed like a very good fit for my, like my skill set being a good fit for um, work on the school board. I'm very curious. I um, hope I'm going to be helpful. <laughs> very good. Uh, uh, this evening, uh, Kendra Sowers and Jeff Wick were unavailable uh, for this evening's candidate forum. We hope to have them uh, rescheduled for a uh, forum at a future date. Uh, we want to then go on to kind of a question and answer uh, opportunity here. And with both of you, you know, it's just an opportunity to be rather a little bit more informal. Um, I w uh, want to just kind of ask, how would you rate the relationship right now between the board and the administration. There seems to have in past uh, been maybe some friction. Do you think that that has ironed out uh, a little bit or is there still that I can tension? honestly say I don't know enough about the history and I almost purposefully tried to uh, come onto the board with a very clean slate. Mm -hmm. um, my agenda was to not have an agenda mm -hmm. and to really uh, hopefully kind of be uh, a way to take the temperature of the group. Mm -hmm. I think the board itself has sincerely bonded okay. over right. the past couple, since I have been on the board, I have seen people work together in ways that um, it, it was kind of weird to hear later mm -hmm. that there was uh, conflict. Mm -hmm. uh, your thoughts, uh, um, Kathy? Uh, mine are very much as Jean's that I think that the board has bonded. Mm -hmm. I was there under a more frictious time, mm -hmm. but you know, I think those are things of the past mm. and we gotta look forward and just make sure we're doing what we can do to make this a good experience. You know, and, so uh, mm -hmm. I should probably tell people right. that I've been on the board for five months. I replaced um, Ryan McLaren, uh, who left his seat early so this is my, I'm running for my first term, mm -hmm. my first term, but so I have been on the board for five months. Mm -hmm. This sort of leads into a bigger question and it, and it has to do with the political compromise and in, and in effect political parties. Do you think, you know, political parties serve uh, the students the best or do you think the school board being free of political parties and maybe, you know, should that extend to city council as well? Or do you see that those are impediments? Was there impediments? a time when there was supposed to be like representatives from political parties on the board? Was that a... Oh, there was. Uh -huh. Many oh. years ago. Oh, wow. And I, I think it was in the 90s sometime that they stopped it. And I, when I was on in the 90s, it was right after they made that decision not to have parties involved in the school board and I'm very happy that that okay. <laughs> happened because I, I don't think I mean there can be enough strife just in right. feelings about education let alone putting political stuff in there on, mm -hmm. on top of even though certainly we all have our political opinions and right. they come out in but it's not that but I 
I don't think they should be in. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, just a reminder, if you have a question for either of our candidates, our phone number is 862-3966, whether it be about the uh, fiscal uh, budget uh, that has been proposed and the increase, uh, the uh, uh, funding, the statewide funding formula, uh, things like that. We're open to uh, hear your comments. And so, um, Gene, we'll go right to you. You know, five months, it's not a long time on the board. What are your initial uh, thoughts as to uh, what are you seeing as the challenges uh, ahead for the, the, the students primarily and the teachers? What are they having to face? Well, I actually think teachers are, I, I was really happy to hear that the negotiations with um, the BEA went very well. Mm. So that felt like a very positive move in the right direction. I know it, the past couple years have been really hard on the teachers. Um, so hopefully we're mending that relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, when you have happy teachers, you're going to have happy kids. So, okay. I mean, that's a super simplistic sure. way to put it, but it's definitely a place to start. And you see that as maybe one of the primary uh, things that you see uh, facing the, the, the school district? I, I don't have a primary, th okay. there's not a primary thing. There's so mm -hmm. many different moving parts and, mm -hmm. and I just want to say I feel like they're all important. Mm -hmm. um, and I do want to see more of um, a way for everything to be taken care of mm. without there being this, you know, somebody gets shoved in the corner mm. because something else is, you know, the pot is boiling over. Right. And I, I know my approach to how I'm hoping things are going to move forward on the board is having more of a um, tiered sort of plan mm. with how we go about programming and funding programming or just having a, you know, because like education is all about building on skills. Mm. So consistency, um, okay. but those are relative terms for very lofty things. Mm -hmm. Kathy, you've been on uh, for a number of years. Uh, oh. Lots of things. Uh, I'll, let me just say, this isn't the school district of my mother. Uh, from what the, was it like? Uh, <laughs> you know, the late 70s. So it's yeah. uh, a lot of different challenges today for uh, teachers yeah. and administrators. What do you see as the biggest challenge uh, that the uh, district faces, whether it be, you know, the teachers themselves, the administration? Is it cost containment? Uh, what, do you, what do you see? I mean, certainly vantage? costs are always the biggest challenge <laughs> to any school district anywhere in this country. Mm. And yes, we... I don't know that it's so much containment mm. as where are we getting the funds to educate our mm. children. And I think one of the big problems is that, that there are social problems in this district and all over this country due to poverty, due to, you know, um, social emotional mm. problems. We in this country don't support the social services mm. that would support our populace. Mm. And it's constantly being loaded onto the schools. Right. And yeah. so it's not that I don't think we should do this, I do, but I think that we need to get the support mm. in order to do that. Mm. And a big problem I think in this state is that the formula that ah. funds education right. has is not correct mm. in that years ago 
when it was put together, they realized that those very needy districts were going to get a lot more money mm. than not-so-needy districts. Mm. And they happened to be in the wrong geographic area for everyone to support them. Mm. And it goes back to feeling that Chittenden County is wealthy. And yes, it is. I admit that, that it is wealthy. But we also have some of the largest needs mm -hmm. of the state because of the population of Chittenden County sure, yeah. and many of the social services. So uh, that opens the door uh, right to the uh, fiscal year 20 uh, school budget that has been proposed. It's, a, it's an increase and I'm wondering if you can kind of speak to that specifically because there are a lot of uh, additions for full-time exempt uh, teachers or aides or uh, whatnot that are there to solve some of the issues that you've specifically said that aren't being addressed by any other agency either from the state or from the city. There's and it falls definite, to the school. Yeah, there's uh, definitely so, an yeah, emphasis Jean. on social emotional needs being met and also early learning mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Restorative practices, uh, the board unanimous, uh, hands down, everybody was in favor of uh, making sure restorative practices was furthered um, can and you, enhanced. Can you, can you for a moment explain to the audience and share with the audience what you hope the results of this increase in funding for those specific services will promote within our community? And how does the I, community eventually benefit from this? I think in the, well, uh, I think in the end it's going to be about relationship building. Mm. and. Um, empathy and having a deeper uh, connection with your teacher, your neighbor, having more ways to communicate with everybody. It just seems like it's supposed to, um, the ripple effect could be that these kids, you know, after practicing restorative, after being a part of restorative practices could go out into our community or other communities and have this effective way of communicating and have a better understanding of mm -hmm. how other people live, feel, mm -hmm. um, whatever it is, mm -hmm. whether it be culturally or economically, mm -hmm. just have a better understanding. Mm -hmm. It feels like it is about respect mm -hmm. and self-respect too. Is it, is it also in a way to try to identify one's inherent bias? Uh, as a way to try to I would say identify you that, can't avoid so that through a sensitivity. If, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. I think is that what because I mean I'm trying to understand what these programs actually are. You're on the school board. You've approved them. I'm, can you, Kathy, now tell me what you think the well, benefit to the community of these programs will be in this expense of restorative practices or, or of or, all or, these uh, things that are addressing the social issues that you had intimated are not being served uh, through the community at large. Well, our children can't learn unless they're healthy, both in mind and body. Sure. And I think many of these programs are there in order to help them, give them the supports they need to be able to learn. Mm -hmm. And a child who comes in who's homeless, who's not sure that it next evening where they're going to live or where their next meal is coming from, cannot 
concentrate when he's sitting in a classroom. Mm. Child with, with emotional problems has a really hard time usually concentrating mm. and being able to sit still. Mm. And I'm, you know, we could go on, you know, we're not, the effects of, of things like, like parental addiction or parental incarceration. Mm. Kids come to school these days, many of them, and I'm not talking that all kids are like this, mm. but, but you have kids coming with really deep problems mm -hmm. and they're not getting mm -hmm. the, the, the supports they need to, to help at least be in class. Okay, so again, you know, I was kind of looking more for like, can you go through the budget and specifically identify specifically, where some of these... there's gonna be guidance counselors now. Okay, yeah. okay, and this yeah. actually brings it back to another question about uh, uh, guidance counselor Macius. Um, so I would be interested to hear you continue to talk about that. Uh, you want me to talk about Mario Macius? Just first There's no way I'm going to go there. Well, I, I <laughs> Not guess... Not publicly. I mean, I just feel really uncomfortable because mm -hmm. I wasn't a part of... Right, right. ...any of that. And, but, I mean, and it certainly occurred while you were on the school board the last five months. Um, the education board has deemed him to be unfit, I believe, and is uh, now in the mm -hmm. process of revoking his certification. There's certainly concern... I think it's been taken away. Okay. It's There's official. certainly concern out in the community. Was he always unfit? Or did this just occur? And if he was always unfit, why was he hired in the first did place? Did you get to or, read the, the information? But, but I'll, I'll ask this of Kathy. And, and I think that any personnel matters. We are not, and this is a personnel matter that still is before us. Mm -hmm. we, it so you it can't is not finished. It. So yeah. we really aren't allowed to okay. That's fair. talk about that. I appreciate that. that. Okay. It's certainly a concern for the community. But uh, back to your point that this budget actually includes guidance counselors. Can you speak to that and the importance of that? And um, those are the people that are connected to services the most, um, are available to meet one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, it's part social work. It's part... Mm. Um, Preparation for it's, the world it's, it's outside a, of school. I mean, I don't think my teachers, I went to Burlington High School, I was the student council president, uh, class speaker graduation. Oh, um, really? So I don't necessarily think my teachers prepared me for the world outside of the classroom, budgeting, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the guidance counselor was certainly much more instrumental in, instrumental in that and uh, identifying potential avenues for me to pursue, whether it be higher education, a trade, or, or whatnot. Yeah. So. They also kind of act as a... There's also social workers. Yeah. Well, as a therapist, I certainly, you know... Yeah, or an advocate mm -hmm. for the kid, mm -hmm. so... Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. People need somebody to go to. So looking ahead here, uh, what is the forecast for um, the student population in terms of attendance? Uh, are you seeing increased uh, student populations, decreased population in the three, five, ten-year projections? And how, in a sense, is that affecting your ability to budget and provide what we're seeing here as the necessary services again that aren't being... I, I mean, we've really only lost a very minute 
population huh? over over the last five years. I think it's twenty students. Oh so wow! We're down. We're one, but we're not down like the rest of the state. Right. Burlington is one of the only, I think, growing state uh, cities or towns that has pretty much stayed the same. Wow. And you know, I guess with all the building going on in this city. Mm. You'd hope that there are going to be a lot of families moving in that will then, you know, have kids going to the schools. So it's very hard to figure that out before those houses and apartments are built and people have moved in to know exactly how many children we're going to have. Right. So as some populations decrease, the fact that we're actually building in this city for the first time, you know, in years, means that we probably will have more families in schools. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Want to just touch uh, base then on the um, renovation of the school. The voters passed the bond, uh, watching uh, y'all on uh, the school budget presentation. Uh, he had great things to say about it, uh, that progress is already underway. Lots of meetings are transpiring. Can you uh, give us some updates on that as well, as, and from your own vantage point as to how things may be progressing, and, and your own excitement for the projects as well? I'm very excited. I mean, we have needed a new high school mm. for many years. Mm. So th it is wonderful, and I thank everyone out there for, for supporting the bond because it, it is needed. Our kids need a new high school. I like the design of it because mm. it will not have to be, everything won't have to be torn down, and they will build around some of the structure that's in place. It's seen that we're supposed to start in 2020, spring of 2020. So, you know, I, I don't think it can come too soon. I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, Jean, your thoughts on it? Uh, same, I know again same. it came. Uh, I actually worked at Burlington High School in 87, 88, and it, there's things that are still the same I know. there. So <laughs> I'm not going to get on Martha Stewart right. if there's room for improvement. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, uh, looking at the ahead uh, at the capital needs, um, uh, are they where you uh, want to be? Uh, are, are we funded where we need to be? Uh, do you see any future capital needs that are on the horizon that um, you know haven't sort of been addressed? A, a ticking time bomb, as it were. <laughs> uh, not ticking. I mean, I feel like they're being addressed. It's just. There's, I mean, there's projects that have been kind of hanging in the balance, mm. um, but if I feel like the facilities and um, infrastructure, what is the name of their committee? Infrastructure, infrastructure and facilities, facilities committee, or they're working with Marty. They've got a timeline. They seem like they're organized. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's part of that's part of the board. It's you know, we're not supposed to be experts on everything mm. or have our fingers in every. Mm. I mean, it's actually kind of a good thing, you know, concentrate on what you're good at mm. but um, and, and trust the work that the other board members are doing in the committee. Okay, great. Uh, I guess this is an opportunity to, to speak about um, some other questions here. Um, and one of the questions here is uh, about uh, racial bias, unconscious racial bias. It seems to be in the news a lot mm -hmm. lately. How do you think the school uh, is addressing this, both you know directly in the school 
through teachers and through guidance counselors, uh, through sensitivity awareness, et cetera, et cetera. And, and then uh, culturally through uh, the board and the administration and the district as a whole. Can you speak to that? Uh? Well, I think restorative practices is a big part of that, mm. but I have not witnessed it firsthand. You know, I get updates and reports. I'm, I did join the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee meeting, mm. a, a meet committee, um, and essentially they're really looking to collect data. Um, Do you feel First, like finding out the idea of what data is actually going to be effective mm. in collecting this seems like it's been a long time coming to kind of suss that out. Do you feel that that is actually present in the high school? Unconscious racial bias? I think everybody is biased. Mm. I mean Burlington, well Vermont in general, I don't know. Just there's been a lot of news about how maybe we're not as forward thinking as mm. we think we are. Mm. And I I don't think it's horrible mm -hmm. to admit that. Right. I think it's productive, sure. um, but I think it's really hard for people to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to race. That's, and, good. That's um, a good point. And you know, it's, but culturally I do feel like we're growing mm -hmm. as a community, and we have been. I think about how things were 20 years ago, exactly. 30 years ago, very different. Back when you were in the high school mm -hmm. uh, at that time. And very different. Well. Yeah. Um, so. And Kathy, your thoughts uh, on uh, unconscious racial bias? Do you think the district is doing enough to, to promote awareness? Um, I do know that, uh, yes, I do. I think there is unconscious bias both in and outside the school, in this community, mm. and really in our nation yeah. in general. And I, I do, I think that we have been working on it. I know that in the past when when I was working in after school we did they did trainings mm. with us on unconscious bias <clears throat> and and I know that we did them with teachers so it was with the whole staff yeah. and and we as a board have done those trainings mm. so I know that the trainings are going on you know it's always that question mm. how much training right. and is it enough? And you know, there's there's money in the budget this year right. for that, as well as supporting the the um, I always say justice circles, but that's wrong. Restorative. <laughs> Restorative yeah. justice. But um, the the district leaders were also at that training that the board did. Mm, great. And it sounds like it's more than one training. It's a, oh, yeah. once again a, a tiered sort of process, nice. building on skills. Right. Yeah. Well, candidates, I want to thank you for your time this evening. We are at the end of our uh, debate here. It's an opportunity for you to just uh, give some final comments on uh, your candidacy and uh, uh, the school board uh, race and uh, your service to the city in general. And Kathy, we'll begin with you. <laughs> I know. Um, well, I, you know, right, I've been on for two and a half years. I would ask the people of my two wards to give me another two years to serve you. And I am very much enjoy, I guess you could say it's hard work, I, but, but I have enjoyed and I want to keep working 
to see this district move ahead. So very good. Jean, your final thoughts? Exactly the same. It it is this is a very engaging process. Mm. It is never boring. <laughs> it feels very important. I, I very much want to be a part part of this important work. Um, and it does feel like over time we are sincerely going to make a positive change here. Nice. So it feels inspiring to me to be a part of this group and I hope that, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not a quitter either. Mm. So if I'm elected again, which pretty much I'm a shoe-in right because somebody's <laughs> running against me, I don't know if, what but yeah, I'm excited to be a part of it. Very good. Ladies, thank you so much again for your service to our city and your commitment to our youth. It's inspiring to be on the stage with you both. It's uh, very difficult to uh, give countless hours of unpaid service to the city, but the ladies before you are doing just that. They ask that you go to the polls on March 5th and cast your ballot. And a reminder that you can cast an early ballot as early voting has already begun. Just contact your local town clerk and request your ballot today. And join us for complete election night results beginning at 7 p.m. right here on Channel 17. And for all of us at Town Meeting Television, I'm Matt Kelly. Thank you and good night.